Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas from the Veterinary Viewfinder! Merry Christmas, Viewfinder family! This week we've got a special rendition of The Veterinarians Twas the Night Before Christmas. This week on The Veterinary Viewfinder. Welcome back to the Veterinary Viewfinder, the podcast that tackles the toughest topics in veterinary medicine. And this week, there's no tough topics because it's the holidays and we know it's tough enough out there. So this week, we've gonna, we're going to bring you a special rendition of the Veterinarians. Twas the night before Christmas. We're going to do our best to bring you some entertainment and hopefully a little holiday cheer. But before we get into that, as always, I'm one of your co-hosts, Dr. Ernie Ward. And I'm registered veterinary technician, Becky Mosser. And happy holidays, Becky. Happy holidays. We're almost there. It's just a few more days till I old St. Nick makes ready. his way. <laughs> Are you ready? No, not it's even close. It's too soon. And honestly, every time when, when Thanksgiving is late, it just seems like there's a blur between the 25s and, oh my gosh, yeah. It's blurry. It is yeah. very blurry out here. So uh, so how, how did the industry giving tree go? Oh, my gosh. You guys, as always, we have tore it up. We will be helping about 34 families this year with about $7,000 in support. So um, we'll be putting names and logos on our website of people who were supportive of us this year. Um, but it was another amazing year. I'm so filled with gratitude and joy and appreciation for our whole industry. Yeah, I, I, I love what you do. And, and more importantly, viewfinders, I love what you guys are doing out there because we get your messages and, and we like the way you're making positive impact in your communities and your clinics with your clients. I mean, it's a this is the season of giving. I mean, we need to do it year round, of course, but you know, it's nice to sort of focus those efforts during this one little period and, and really give back. So again, thank you from the bottom of our hearts and just keep making positive change as we enter into 2022. So Becky, this week we decided to do something a little different. Uh, something we've never done before, and we found a fantastic rendition of Twas the Night Before Christmas, but this is written from a veterinary perspective, and this was published back in Savma's Vet Gazette back in 2015, and it was originally written by a student, a veterinary student at the University of Edinburgh, and he's now a veterinarian. His name is Mark Silpa, and, and Becky just kind of set it up. I mean, what, what was this story all about? The night before Christmas. I mean, <laughs> we all know there not a creature was stirring. But the fact of the matter is, that's a lovely sentiment from anybody who doesn't work in the veterinary industry. What we know is that Christmas Eve is as busy and bustly for all of us as it is yeah. for anybody else. And especially our hardworking, brave, jagged, rough, but amazing shining stars that work the overnights in the emergency clinics across the country. Yeah, and guys, we've been there with you. I mean, Becky and I both have done our fair share of Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day <laughs> emergency work. So <laughs> we understand it. And that's why this one resonated with us, because this rendition was written apparently when Mark Silpa was still a student. He had probably just gotten off of an ER, you know, uh, <laughs> rotation. And yes. and you can tell because he's he's got some specifics. So I think, Becky, you know, without further ado, let's just share this with the Viewfinder family. This is not going to be a long podcast this week because we know how busy you are and we want you to be with family, but we did think this might give you a little bit of holiday cheer. So Becky, right. 
why don't you kick it off? This is The Veterinarians Twas the Night Before Christmas by Dr. Mark Silpa from the UK. That's right. Grab your warm slippers and your hot cocoa. Twas the night before Christmas when all through the ward not a creature was stirring, not even the mouse that roared. The Hartmans were hung by the kennels with care, with hopes that the infusion pumps would not cry air. The residents were nestled all snug in their beds, while visions of spring exams tore through their heads. And the intern in her kerchief and I in my cap had just settled our brains for a long winter's nap. When from our black beepers there arose such a clatter, we sprang from our beds to see what was the matter. From the ICU, the call came, crash, crash. Away to the ward, we flew in a flash. Dougal's chest had stopped moving. A blue color he turned, and he was not improving. More rapid than eagles, <laughs> the intern's call came, and she whistled and shouted and called us by name. Now intubate, now bag, I am, now compression. On ECG tags, on leads, compression, cessation. <laughs> to the top of the machine, a systole, y'all. Now press away, press away, press away all. As leaves that before wild Scottish gale fly, when they zip and dance oh so high. So to the students, nurses, and interns flew, drawing up the atropine too. <laughs> and then in a twinkling from the ECG, the prancing leaps of the line came in three. As I drew in my head and was turning around, up came the heartbeats with a bound. And that's, there's heartbeats, I hear them. <laughs> his heart, how it thumped, his breaths, how merry, his gums were like roses, his conjunctiva like a cherry. Now arrived the senior clinician out of breath, for he had hurried leaving his son's performance of Macbeth. We placed the drugs in a tracheal tube on the shelf, and I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word, but went straight to his work and checked all the vitals and then turned with a jerk. And laying his finger aside of his nose and giving a nod, a new treatment plan he proposed. He sprang to his car and to his vital ICU team, gave a whistle, and away he flew like the down of a thistle. But I heard him exclaim, ere he drove out of sight, Happy, Happy Christmas, Christmas to, to all, all, and, and to, to all, all a, a good, good night. <laughs> Becky, there's so many bits of that that I can totally relate to. I mean, <laughs> you know, and I'll tell you, viewfinders, Becky and I were talking in the lead up to today's podcast. Most of the calls that we do get, sadly, on like the holidays are not happy endings, right? I mean, so this is nice to have a, a happy ending. Dougal lived, right? That's right. Yay, Dougal's going to go home and nestle down by the fire. We hope that you do the same, that you stay safe, that you stay happy and warm and bright and have all of the best this holiday season. Okay, guys, now that was a small animal emergency center type centered <laughs> rendition of a Christmas poem, but we can't leave out our mixed animal and large animal brethren out there. So Becky found a fantastic poem. Tell us a little bit about this one. So, you know, we don't own any of these. We don't have rights to any of these. And we certainly don't want to get sued over these. So don't, <laughs> you know, stay in the holiday spirit. But we found a little Christmas Day humor, uh, equine vet Christmas poem by Madison Siemens, uh, DVM. But this is back from the early 90s, but it's on Facebook. So I think we can use it. 
Yeah, 1993. I was a young lad. I just started my first clinic, so I can't wait to share this poem because uh, <laughs> I've done a little bit of mixed animal in my time. So, Becky, this one is it rings true. So, you want to kick it off? Yeah, I was in high school. Does that make you sad? Or? No, no, no. no okay. Don't, don't, we don't go there. Sorry, it's Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you a tale if you want to hear a Christmas story that happened last year. I was working as usual in my little horse clinic, inspecting and injecting every horse that was in it. I had finished my rounds when a knock at the door preceded a man I'd not seen before. He was short, fat and round, with a white-bearded chin, with something familiar in his cherubic grin. He wore old run-down rompers and a sock on his head and a jacket and breeches that used to be red. He said, Evening, son, you the vet around here, and proceeded to ask if I doctored reindeer. Was I losing my mind and losing it quick, or was my newest client jolly old Saint Nick? So I looked in the yard for his reindeer and sled, but a one-ton Ford diesel was parked there instead. He said, my stock's only working just one night a year, so I used a gooseneck to haul him down here. They have a few problems I'd be treating myself with some trusty home remedies I got from an elf. But it ain't long till Christmas, and that's our big day, so I can't have lame reindeer a-dragging my sleigh. Old Rudolph's red nose is sore from a sneeze. I think Dancer and Prancer have navicular disease. And Vixen is pregnant, though her figure's still neat. That Rudolph's a rascal when Vixen's in heat. Can a pregnant deer work at night pulling a sleigh? Will labor pain slow her? Will she be in the way? That Blitzen's a bronc and so bad to fight us. He's painfully plagued with antler arthritis. Old Cupid's plain stupid spends lots of times down and just bound to founder if there's any corner round. <laughs> He's more than half crippled, but one I can't lose. Should I put him to sleep or try some bar shoes? There's another one limping I'd rather not shoot, but old Donner's a goner if he don't get some butte. <laughs> Well, I looked at this challenge and it seemed such a puzzle because I can't tell a reindeer's tail from its muzzle. I'm an equine practitioner in my specialty horses. I slept through reindeer in my vet college courses. But I felt obligated to help if I could for the sake of the kids in my neighborhood. Twas the least I could do since Santa left me a digital x-ray under my Christmas tree. So I went to my office in a state of despair to look for a book about reindeer repair. But I found not a volume and that's what I'd feared. So there's no doggone way I'd save Christmas this year. But I floated some teeth so at least they could eat. X-rayed and trimmed 32 tiny feet and ankylosed antlers and swabbed out a nose, castrated the bucks and palpated the does. I doctored the lungers with reindeer cough tonic and nerved two lame patients with navicular chronic. When I finished the last one, I said without fear, I released from my care eight healthy reindeer. While I'm finishing records, he's loading his stock. I heard trailer doors closing, snaps clicking on locks, and I cut him a break when I'm figuring fees, but I have my expenses. I can't do this for free. Then he jumped in his truck, fired up with a roar, left my place slinging gravel as he slammed the door. And I just heard him holler as he topped off the last hill. I'm broke till next year, Doc. Just send me a bill. <laughs> I love, I love. <laughs> 
love it. I love it. We hope that all of you guys out there who enjoy mixed animal practice found that fun as well. Well, guys, that is it for this week. We hope you have a happy holidays with your family. Hope you get some downtime to spend those with the ones you love and cherish. That's right. And please be safe and be happy and bright and embrace this holiday season. And we look really forward to 2022 with you. That's right. We'll be back at it next week. Happy holidays, everybody. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I think that one was cuter even from the IC. I agree. You might just smush them together. I, um, like, you might just go with that one, I mean. <laughs>